Hi everyone, good night. Welcome to the second chapter of Gwen's journey. I first want to let you I want to tell you guys why I chose the name Gwen's journey to for this podcast. It's of my mother. Her name is Gwendolyn and I wanted to name this Gwen's journey as an homage to my mom. You know because of her struggle and her journey that she'd been through. I just wanted to do something for her so she could know how much she has meant to me and how much she has shaped my life and made me into the woman I am today. So in this second chapter, I want to give you guys a little background on my life and on my mother's life. I wanted you guys to know about me and where I'm from. This podcast is it's 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 about women, it's about our struggles, it's about connecting, it's about empowerment, empowering each other. It's about just being there for each other. And I want you guys to know a little bit about me, to know about where I'm from and what I've been through. I just want you guys to have an insight of my life you guys so you guys could know that I am just like you guys you know I've been through poverty I've been through a lot and I have a mother who was who was a single mother of six children and just been through a lot and in my opinion I still think that she's going through it I still think that my mom even though today she's 60 I still believe that she has not grown up mental wise she's still stuck in her you know youth or teenage year she can't move on because she haven't had therapy to help her move on because you know being a Jamaican they're very stubborn. We are very stubborn, Be you know, Jamaicans. We are. And my mom just doesn't believe in that. So let me get started. And let's begin. So as I stated before, my name is Marlene. I grew up in Kingston, Jamaica. And I grew up in the slums of Jamaica, some people may say it's slum. Some people may call it slum. Some may call it the ghetto. Some may call it the garrison. You know, whatever name you guys want to call it, I call it home. But before I can go into my life, I have to start with my mother because this podcast I named off of her for a reason. My mother, I'm not really sure if my mom is the third or the fourth of seven children. My mother, I'll say the third of seven children. My mother, every time, I'm sorry guys, every time I'm talking about it, I get so emotional because I can't imagine, I can't imagine 
going through what she had went through and still just be able to just live so i'm telling you guys this story because i want you guys to know that whatever you're going through out there i want you ladies to know whatever you're going through out there don't be ashamed and don't be afraid to speak up or talk your truth and just know that other women have went through the same thing and we're here to support not break down not beat down uplift and empower each other so with that let's get back to my mom my mom was born in jamaica and as i stated before she's a third of seven children my mom and her siblings three of her siblings grew with her dad because at a very tender age her mother had left to go to england so she could make a better life to help them so my grandfather was raised was left to raise raise the raise four little children and the reason why i said four instead of all seven is because the three three of the kids weren't my grandfather's you know one grew up with his dad the other one grew up with his grandparents and the other one is a boy he's a, a male a boy we're still in search for him and we don't know we don't even know what he looked like we don't have a picture we're just hoping that one day god can shine his light on us and a miracle could happen so we could know who he is but you know my as story as the story goes my grandmother met my dad my grandfather when she was pregnant with my mother so of course my mother was is not my grandfather's child child but my grandfather still took my grandmother in with the belly because he loved her and he wanted to raise my mother as his home so my mother ended up having his last name you know she she ended up getting an invitation i think to go to england because during that time in jamaica we were still under british rule so we didn't needed a visa at that time to go to jamaica but to go to england we just needed an invitation and of course ticket to get there on a ship i think it's on a ship but she left for england you know to make a better life and apparently when she get to england from what i have known she forgot about her children in jamaica so my grandfather was working and taking care of four little kids he was struggling it was hard for him especially a man taking care of two female and two male you know my uncle my two uncles and my aunts and my mom you know at one point he couldn't at, at one point my mom and my sister were sharing uniforms you know because in Jamaica we used we had school where the school would have different shift morning and evening shift so morning will start a thing from 7 or 8 and ends at 12 so i i don't remember which one would go first but my my mom would go to school first she comes home after 12 and then my sister my auntie wear the uniform you know that's how poor we were we were we were poor and 
That's how poor we were. That's how poor they were, I should say. You know, and life, it wasn't easy. It was very hard for my grandfather, and he tried. He really did try, but he couldn't. He just couldn't find a way to make it. So he had separated the kids. You know, he had sent my mom to the countryside to live with his brother and his, um, his brother's wife. And, of course, when she and my uncle, which was the last child for my grandmother and grandfather when they went to the countryside the treatment just got really worse you know you know my uncle's wife just keep beating on them beating them and threatening them that if they ever tell their uncle that you know when he when he when he left to go back to work that she'll beat them some more so they were scared can you imagine his little kid you're being physically mentally verbally abused and you can't say anything because the adults threaten you that if you say something that it, you're only going to make it even worse can you imagine well that's what my mom and uncle went through and you know eventually my uncle my mother's uncle found out what was going on because my mom couldn't take it anymore and decide that she just couldn't do it anymore and tell him. And he took them, he sent them back to Kingston where my grandfather lived. Then my mom just decided that she wanted a lot of things and my grandfather couldn't give them that. So she started to go out at a very young age. You know, it was common back then in Jamaica for, for young girls to, you know, go out to dance parties and end up a lot of time with men twice their age you know you know that's the poverty that we were in and it was any way out to make you know is to make a living you know and she met my stepdad my sisters and brother's father at a very young age she got pregnant at 15 and moved in with him and the abuse started from there you know, at 15, she got pregnant and had my older brother, Dave, when she was 16. And this man would abuse her constantly, night and day. If she looked at another man, he will hit her. You know, she if she talks to another man, he moved her from where my mom had lived with her siblings and dad to where he lived. And she knew nobody there. And he would constantly abuse her. And she met, she met a friend. She met a friend while there by the name of Joanne. And they become really good friends. And, you know, my mom stayed in the abuse until she had a couple more children with this man. And her friend that she met, Joanne, couldn't stand seeing her being abused anymore so she told my mom and i know this because the funny thing is my mom never told me this story first miss joanne told me this story and then afterward i asked my mom about it and she confirmed it's true i don't know if she was ashamed to tell me i don't know what it was but i heard it first from miss joanne but 
according to Miss Joanne, she couldn't stand him abusing my mom. And my mom would never fight back. She would just take the abuse. And so Miss Joanne just tell my mom one day, listen, you have to fight him back. If you stay, if you don't fight him back, you're going to lose me as a friend. I need you to fight him back. You can't allow him to abuse you like this every day. You got to stand up. You know, and one day my mom was at the store at, at the bottom of the road. It was a main road where all the factories were at. And there was a lot of guys that work at the factory. And my mom is beautiful. And a lot of guys called to my mom. My mom was scared back then. She's young. She has all these kids. She has, she's with a man who's abusive. So when guys are calling to her, she will never really look at them because she's scared. You know, one day he decided that he wanted to humiliate her in front of all the working men. And he just started to abuse her. And I want you guys to know something. Jamaica back then... Is it wasn't like Jamaica today. Back then, when a man will abuse a woman, and if you go to the police station to report it, they will turn you away and said, Don't you're gonna get back with him, so whatever. You know, being abused by a man in Jamaica was very common. Believe it or not, it was the norm. It was the norm. No one did anything about it. Not even the police that were made to protect us didn't do anything about it. So my mom would just take the beating, you know. And that day when he decided to humiliate her, I was fighting her in the public. And all the man was saying, you know, stop. What are you doing? You know, my mom was just laying there taking a lot of hit from him. And Miss Joanne said she walked past. No, somebody told her what was going on and she said she ran so fast to the bottom of the road because she wants to see for herself what was really going on. And she said when she got there, she just saw my stepdad beating the crap out of my mom. And she said, I just walked over to your mom and I said to her while he's hitting her, if you don't fight, if you don't stand up and fight him back, if you don't gain your strength, I'm not going to be your friend. And at that point, my mother decided that she was not going to take the abuse anymore. I didn't know. She didn't know what had clicked inside of her. But as what she told me, she knew that Joanne was a really good friend. And her and her family have always been there for her. And she didn't want to lose that support. And she knew that strength wise she could manage my stepdad she could fight him but she was scared but she said the moment she saw joanne and heard her voice she knew that that was the last day that my stepdad was ever going to put his hand on her again and that day her strength and everything came back and she fought fought him she fight him so hard excuse excuse my language everybody she whipped his ass in front of all the working men and the passengers the pass pass goers she whipped his ass in front of a huge crowd 
she humiliate him she demasculate him and that was the last day he had ever put his hand in her because she moved out of his house lived in a one little room thanks to joanne and her family were her children so that is just the beginning of my mother's journey because she went through a lot more a lot lot more and to this day it still affects her to this day she still suffers from the trauma that she have been through so i'm gonna end tonight with that and tomorrow night at eight o'clock we can pick up where we left off i want to say before i end this podcast to all the women who are out there being abused mentally physically emotionally or verbally do not keep quiet about it there is help out there there is tell somebody if you can't do it for yourself do it for your children think about you want to be here to see your children graduate to see your daughter or your son married to see them graduate college have a career to see them have children and make made you a grandma don't shut up about abuse. Abuse is serious. And abuse comes in many forms, as I stated before. Verbally, mentally, physically. Do not sit and take it. Abuse is abuse, no matter which form it is. Which forms it comes in, which form it is, it isn't get help dial 911 dial 311 or whichever state you're in or country that you're in dial that number i know in so, people who are in other who are in different countries i know it won't be easy please get some help because the person that is abusing you might one day take your life so ladies Thank you so much for listening for tonight. Tomorrow at 8 o'clock, we'll pick up and Gwen's journey. Be safe and have a blessed night.